Hey everybody, Pastor Brian here. Uh, I'm here in my house. I'm uh, sitting here right by uh, our bedroom door here. Uh, you'll see these marks here. We'll get to that in a minute. But this is our sermon recap for, for uh, last week. If you joined us, uh, we didn't have heat. And so we met downstairs. It was kind of a cozy, kind of a church plant sort of vibe. But uh, we really appreciate it. It was something uh, new and unique. And uh, every time we get to meet down there, it just gives a, a little different vibe. And we really appreciated that. So we were down there uh, last week. And uh, we were looking at Romans uh, 5, the last part of Romans 5, where uh, Paul takes this route to show us that we are all guilty because of one man. And so we had to start off by talking about the patriarchal system. Uh, in the Bible, uh, they lived uh, by this, this system in which one person was responsible for an entire family. And so if he made good decisions, if he was a wise leader, if he was a wise federal head, as we talked about, then, um, then their whole family would flourish. Their whole family would do well. Their whole family would benefit and be rewarded off of a good leader, a good patriarch who uh, really controlled all the assets, controlled all of the responsibility, and uh, everyone everyone succeeded and did well if if you had a good patriarch. But if you had a if you didn't have a good patriarch, if you had an evil one or a, or a foolish one, uh, your whole clan, your whole family uh, could suffer or be punished or be responsible for the decisions of that one person. So that was the reality back in the Bible. That was the reality of the people back in the Bible. This is not something back at now in our day. We're individualists. We 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 should we want to be responsible for our own decisions. But this was a very uh, accepted. This was just the way it was uh, back in in the in the biblical time. Um, and so Paul talks about uh, our first federal head, uh, Adam. God gives him this responsibility back in Genesis to care for and to guard and to protect and to shepherd. All of these words, we talked about all these words that people who read it then would have read and said, well, clearly this is our, this is our patriarch. This is our federal head. He's the one that represents all of us. And yet he fails. He uh, stands there and watches Eve uh, eat of the forbidden fruit uh, he doesn't stop it. He participates in it. He fails her. He fails himself and he fails all of us. And now sin enters the world. Uh, and Paul talks about that sin uh, comes and because of sin, uh, the result and the consequence is death. So if you remember, we looked at that, um, that little diagram that Adam comes, he enters, he fails. He, uh, through him, sin enters the world and through sin, death. We talked about how death is the consequence, the the responsibility uh, that he had now flows to all of us. Now we're all cursed because of this, and so we all die. And he argues that even when the law wasn't there, uh, we all have these marks. We all have this sin uh, because we, we die. And I talked about my son who he, um, he, we don't have a specific rule for not painting walls, but he found a paintbrush of mine and uh, found it, and he knew he was doing something wrong when I caught him. He had a look of guilt, but here it is, uh, the result of him doing something wrong. He marked our door, he painted our door with, uh, with paint. He did something wrong. He knew it was wrong, even though there wasn't a specific rule for it. We talked about that, that this is what human nature is now, that we all are marked and scarred and, and, uh, and blemished because of this one man's responsibility who he failed us. Now we all have sin and therefore we all die. 
And so even if there is no law, we still die. And it shows that we are all guilty and we all head to the same place in the end. But then we talked about through God's grace, he offers a new patriarch, a better patriarch in Jesus. And Jesus comes and instead of sin, he offers grace. And through grace, we get life. And so there's this reign of death that Paul talks about and this reign of life that we get to participate in life and not death. We talked about how life and death in a biblical concept is not necessarily just what happens at the end of your life. You don't just die or you don't just live uh, at the end of your life, but death and life happens every day. So to a Jewish person or to someone listening to Jesus's words, eternal life or, or Paul's words, eternal life or death wasn't just something that happened at the end of your life. It was, uh, do you live a life of death or do you embrace and live a life of life, of being fully alive as Jesus talks about? And so uh, we just, we just challenged people, uh, do you live a life that is alive? Do you live a schedule? If you look at your schedule, does your schedule bring you life or does it bring you death? Do you submit to one patriarch who brings you death or the other patriarch that brings you life? Does your finances bring you life and bring other people life or does it bring death? Does your, um, the way you uh, connect with people, your relationships, is it, is it toxic and vital and, 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 and not uh, something that builds you up or do you have relationships that bring you life? And so Jesus actually invites us to follow him, the better patriarch, who has life and life to the full. And so we are marked. We are scarred, just like our, our bedroom door here. But uh, through Jesus, we, we are offered a better patriarch. So which will we choose this day? Will we choose life or will we choose death? My prayer for you is that you will choose life today. So... Uh, have a great week. Be blessed. And we look forward to seeing you next Sunday for the start of Romans 6.